1: Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member of FDSE.
2: This week's videos are sponsored by HelloFresh. More on them after the reaction, people.
1: Hello, citizens of the Reject Nation! It's me, Tara Erickson, alongside this guy. Andrew
0: Flash Gordon.
1: Wow, we're watching Rise of the Planet of the Apes, and I haven't seen any of them. Not a one, have you?
0: I've seen one of them. Apparently, it's the best one, the Tim Burton one from 2001.
1: Tim Burton made a Planet of the Apes movie? What? He did. Get out of here. Oh, my gosh, you guys. <laughs> Make sure that you like, you comment, you also ring the bell. Also, thanks to Prepper for helping us edit down these videos. We appreciate you so much. And we call you super sexy if you join Patreon. You get you get sexy and you get super over there. And you can sync up with your own copy. Watch the whole Planet of the Apes with me and this guy with the Flash, with the Flash, with the Gordon, with the Flash Gordon. Also, Greg and John offer exclusive highlights and watch-alongs over there on Patreon, so get with it. Get ready. Do you have any news for the people? Anything we should say before we start, Flash Gordon?
0: The only thing I know is that James Franco is in this and <gasps> that uh, Matt Reeves directed the other two that are after this, the director of The Batman. So I'm looking forward to that once we get past this one. That's all Cool.
1: Lovely piece of information. Yep. You know that he's the info book, you guys. <laughs> A little bit. You know it. Alright. Right, we're ready. We're gonna watch it in three, two, one.
0: You got your comeuppance. But what does that mean? It's gonna spread like to other like the. To...
1: Yeah, I feel like because he's he's gonna get on the plane, and then if he has,
2: if he spreads yeah, it now to other people. Yeah, I mean people... now that
1: there's blood on the ground and probably will be spreading
2: it. Aloha Reject Nation, Greg here. So as many of you guys know, most of my days are a couple of hours of filming and then most of the time it's dedicated to like editing and a bunch of other computer work, often accumulating to like 10 to 12 hours a day. And on top of that, comfort food is like my life's biggest vice. But as many of you also know, working out and getting healthier has been a massive component for me this year in particular. So in this whirlwind, I have found myself a perfect ally for quick, Healthy Meals, America's number one meal kit, a meal kit that I have subscribed to prior to ever agreeing and working with them. So yes, this is a genuine testimony, and that is of course for HelloFresh. And HelloFresh isn't just about ease. It's about bringing health and flavor to your doorstep. And this holiday season, forget about the stress of planning meals for your health conscious friends friends like me, who will breathe down the back of your neck, being like, I can't eat that, that's unhealthy. So with HelloFresh, I'm looking forward to hosting holiday dinners that are not only delicious, but also cater to healthy lifestyles. Best part, the variety, it is incredible. I'm pescatarian, so they have these delicious meals, just like Dijon onion crunch salmon over lemon broccoli spaghetti. And for my more plant-based days, the vegan maple carrot power bowls, they aren't just meals, they're culinary adventures. I learned the word culinary. During a long day, the last thing I want to do is spend a while cooking. <laughs> and that's where HelloFresh's 15-minute meals are a lifesaver. They're quick, nutritious, and oh-so-tasty perfect for my non-stop lifestyle. So why not join me in making this holiday season both health-conscious and delicious with HelloFresh. With over 45 recipes and seasonal add-ons to choose from every week, there's always something new to try. And here's something to cheer about. Go to HelloFresh.com RejectsFree. And use code RejectsFree for free breakfast for life that accurate? That sounds way too good to be true. There's no f- way that can be true. Go to hellofresh.com slash rejects free and use code rejects free for free breakfast for life. One breakfast item per box as long as your subscription is active. Tag your HelloFresh creations with hashtag HelloFreshPix and at HelloFresh and let's cook up some fun and healthiness reject nation. Remember, it's America's number one meal kit.
0: Well, what I was saying earlier is I didn't – I mean, I, I acknowledge it's not a great film. not I've, This is a very good film. I'm talking about the, the Tim Burton one, but I didn't hate it as much as everyone else. But also I didn't have the history that I'm sure many other people did. That being said, I really enjoyed this film. There was such an emotional attack. Oh, Patrick Doyle, he actually did Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire, the music. The first three were John Williams. The fifth and sixth were Nicholas Hooper. The seventh and eighth were Alexander Desplat. I know everyone everyone wanted to know that piece of information. But uh, obviously the connection I was making was with Tom Felton, who we will see here in uh, the cast as Draco Malfoy, the nicest character we got in this film. (laughs) Um, But uh, I really did... uh, I love this film. Um, I I appreciated the emotional attachment we got with Caesar. Just all the apes in general. I mean, I think, at least unless you're a a terrible human being, I mean, just feeling, you know, Tom Felton, there you go. Uh, Just what the apes had to go through just from the very beginning to just uh, in general. And then I loved going through Caesar's journey and then Andy Serkis, such an amazing job with the mocap as Caesar. God, he was so good. Mm -hmm. Um, But just the journey we went through with Caesar just from from being a, a little baby to, you know, full-fledged adult. Uh, it was just, it was an emotional, incredible journey. And I just loved uh, uh, just his relationship with James Franco to then, you know, getting, going to that awful shelter or whatever it was, uh, the, the, the ape house or whatever it was. Yeah. Um, and then just seeing how treacherous, uh, like seeing what his kind has to go through and then just gave him a different outlook and I also thought it was interesting too because he had such humanity in him uh, that oh, Jake Caputo, I believe that Jake Caputo was also Ed, uh, was a monk and baseball monkey movie. Oh. Anyways, um, I know I have all these weird facts in me. Too many uh, references. Too many references. But um, yeah, I just thought the 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 distinction between like um, what Caesar went through from like he grew up. With humans, uh, like like uh, like a human, whereas these apes, like, they grew up as apes, well, not as apes should in terms of, you know, just as normal apes. Just normally dr- without yeah. the human Yeah, without the human component and interactions, and then they got the intelligence, whereas he was born with that, so I liked seeing that distinction, and then yeah. he, like technically taught them and I just thought that was such a cool twist. Uh just really good storytelling, but yeah. I'll, I'll get more into it. What did you think of that? I film? feel like
1: at the top when they set us up with them in the cages and us being like, "Oh, we we hate it so much <laughs> that we want them to get out." And then finally the reveal at the end of them actually being back in nature because in, in the beginning you kind of have a thought a little bit like they're being tested on. We we really don't like it. But also what's going to be safest for them? Because have they has all of their nature instincts gone away because they've been in this zoo. They've been tested on. Will they be able to survive in the wild? Yeah. But we see now that I think in them learning what Caesar brought with his intelligence that apes. Separate are very weak, but apes together are very strong. That they wouldn't have been able to survive without that message, which I really like that Caesar delivered that. And I mean, the the medication, the medication, the virus, uh, ALZ helped him, but then also helped all of them, even though it made it 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 turned into a bad thing. <laughs> Which is, is not great. It, it spread to humans because he developed it a little too quickly. Right. Um, which is not great. I, I'm saying on their side, I'm like, you guys should have stuck to ALZ 112 and sold it as a five-year I remedy. Mean, yeah. Instead of pushing it to be uh, 113 and lasting forever. I don't understand why you could, of course, make money off that. But again, we are in the reference of, of a movie they had to... Of course. Spirit that way. Of
0: course. Um and that's the thing with corp I mean, corporations. I mean, they're like, yeah. What's the bottom line? We gotta make as much money as possible and like yeah. so I mean from that perspective, yes, it is a movie thing, but also too like I could see a corporation doing what they did in this film, like no, no, no. We're gonna rush it. Well, I don't care if it's like, yeah, we got the guarantee on the five year, but no, we're rushing this right now. I saw how intelligent this thing. Rush, rush, rush. Right. Ask questions and make later. Mistakes. Don't care about lawsuits or anything of that matter. No, rush it. Don't care about mistakes. So right. I could totally see every that
1: every opioid like, company. Yeah, yeah, yeah um, totally.
0: But um, I, I appreciated, like, you know, a lot of times when we watch films like this, you don't usually care about the human characters, and obviously there were some extremely rotten human characters. Yeah. Which is a credit to the actors. I thought they all did a very good job. But there were some human characters I really did care for. I like James Franco. And again, it was the relationship between him and James Franco. Having said that already, I did like the personal element that he had for... It wasn't just, I want to make money, and I'm a scientist, so I'm going to do... It. No, it's his, fa- his father had... Alzheimer's. So there was a personal touch here and why he was doing this. And then, you know, this ape came into his life. And then there was another personal element to this. Uh, Now, you know, after he'd lost his father and, you know, now he was all about protecting, you know, his son, if you will. So I actually appreciate the the character elements. You had the best of humanity, and then you had the worst of humanity. So, again, you get the distinction there of that. Uh, so, I, I actually, I really like James Franco. I thought he gave a very good performance in this mm-hmm. film. And I, I like the character as well. And also, too, I think Caesar is one of the greatest wingmen of all time, in my opinion. <laughs> like him, hooking him up with one of the hottest veterinarians I've ever seen, ever, by the way. Yep. Um,
1: good looking. Yeah,
0: I mean, I didn't, I'm not going to lie, they didn't really go too much into it, which is fine. Um, I didn't care too much about the relationship, which I didn't need to. The film's not really about yeah, that because no. um, they didn't really spend too much time with those two. Yeah.
1: Again, I think th- not I, a big deal. But. I think the one line that they did give her, which um, I was glad about, is that she said something like not everything is meant to change. Uh, and she was talking about the 113 and how like badly it progressed. Um, but also the same thing like right after his dad died is when that line came out of not everything is is meant to to change. And I think that um, he uh, obviously sitting there and have learned that with his 112 being probably the, the fine enough virus to have helped for the five year uh, stent of time would have yeah. helped a lot of people. Um And uh, I also really like the relationship with John Lithgow in it because that was the first time that we saw Caesar being super protective over a human being. Because in the beginning, his dad was saying... I don't think he would ever hurt me. And his veterinary girlfriend, I forget her name, forgive me, Fre- a hot, hot vet. Yeah. Um, That's good enough. Was like, hey, listen, he's not going to be like this for long. He's going to get larger and dangerous. So I w- always love it when they add in a female and she's not stupid. So I was very glad about that, that n- none of it was exposition of just like, what is he doing or why are we here? Mm-hmm. She was only giving him more information, which was great. Um, but then also, uh, right after that, we saw Caesar being put into a position to pr- protect John Lithgow, which was his granddad. And then, you know, sadly, he he died. You know, shortly after that, while Caesar was being removed from him. But I think Caesar's upbringing and being protective over the humans that brought him up gave him a way of. Leading the apes that was different than any of the other apes could have learned, which is why he was able to succeed with the way that he was taught and trained even by a scientist, which is kind of built in this movie. They're not so good because they're testing on these animals and they could be hurting them but there are some small things that he did learn from home that he taught to them with the cookies and the sign language that ended up, um, saving them all to be able to rise. So there's, there's a bit of a juxtaposition that they put you in between the AZL 112 and 113. Although the apes would not have been able to break out and actually rise without it. So, um, it's like, yeah, maybe the 113 can, can help the apes. I don't know why we would need all of the apes out there to be, super intelligent be talking that could pose a danger um but it it does prove to us to pull the the research back and not obviously force the 113 stick with the 112 you have to people for five years
0: yeah no it's a good point you make i mean human compassion and emotion went a long way especially in caesar's case uh obviously too it was so tragic and sad when he felt like james franco just left him there and he felt yeah. abandoned. And then you saw him, like, cross out the the window uh, because that was, you know, that was a safe place. And then he had been torn away, literally, for that. Yeah. And what he felt like, hey, I was just protecting my grandfather. What's happening now? Yeah. And uh, then, like, again, uh, uh, now he felt like, hey, this is my faction now and now I'm going to protect them. And I really, like, even though he did feel abandoned by James Franco, which, again, totally understandable. I get it. I really appreciated that moment when Coba, like, was about to attack James Franco at the very end, and even Caesar did recognize, like, hey, like, I still love you, you're still my father, you'll always be my father, but this is now my family, and this is now my home, even though you and I will always have that bond, and this relationship will still, like, always be, you'll still always be in my heart. Yeah. I still like, I really appreciate that the writers uh, included that moment. I, would, also... I really would have felt cheapened out if they never, if they didn't give us that moment.
1: Yeah. And he also did the same thing um, <coughs> with the, uh, I was, Number one, so glad that the blonde guy died with uh, a, a taser and the water, getting a taste right. of his own treatment. I could not <laughs> wait for that. That right. was one of my most favorite parts. <laughs> but Caesar also implemented the same um, regard for the brother when he, when he, when he puts him in the cage. He interrupts. I believe it was Koba ready or someone else ready to kill. Um, the brother, like the shy uh, attendant of the of the ape zoo or whatever that he tells him, no,
2: he's we're not kind. killing
1: him. He's been good. He's just been uh, doing his job doing, really yeah, yeah. and he's not being um, he's Abusive. not the one torturing exactly. Yeah. And I like that he brought in his human nature side of he recognizes human nature a little bit better than the the other apes, right. I think in just growing up with him. So he saved that guy's life, which totally. is really nice. Um, and I don't think he even meant he didn't, he was going to leave the jackass, the blonde jackass from Harry Potter, who I hate, he wasn't wasn't going to kill him, him. but that guy killed himself. You know, like, I mean, he was just going to probably give him the. Water treatment, but he ended up yep. electrocuting himself, so hey, man.
0: Too much of an ego narcissist for his own good.
1: Yep, that's what you get, man. You can't mess with the apes. Uh, I was really glad of the, the position this put, movie put me in. I love it. I mean, I, I give it like an eight and a half. I, I I loved it. I was sick to my stomach for a lot of those parts, but they kind of have to put yeah, you in that position to true. really care, really love right, right. Um, these apes and where we're at. And, and the ending was was great and super bittersweet and it was really nice to just see them out in the wild looking over the city uh, to where they came from um, and hopefully they'll be able to live in those redwoods safely for at
0: least for till the next film right uh, yeah um, yeah I would probably go like an eight out of ten uh the story the the car- the emotional stuff again with Caesar and James Franco and John Lithgow and all the other uh, apes I uh, really uh, the pacing and the uh, the music by Patrick Doyle the cinematography appreciated so much of this film and uh just really good uh setup for the next film really curious to see where uh where we go from here because you totally could end it here and i'm satisfied but mm. i obviously have heard how amazing uh the next two films are uh so i'm, I'm curious. Stoked. yeah i'm curious to see and obviously i'm such a huge fan of matt reeves and the batman and I know he directed the next two, so I am extremely anxious to see where we go from here. Yeah,
1: so leave a so. like, leave a comment. Let us know if you want us to watch the rest of them. Hopefully, they'll sign us up to do that with you guys. That would be great. Don't forget to ring the bell, join Patreon, do all the right things. Um, we love you guys so much. You got any last words before we get out of here? No,
0: just great film. Uh, Andy Circus, seriously, that mocap job that he did. And yeah, the, and the voice. Great job. He, I mean, he only had a couple lines, but they were so powerful. They were
1: great. Powerful. They were great. Awesome yeah. job. Bravo. We love you guys. We love this film. We hope to get to watch the rest of them, and we will see you on the next one.
2: All right, John, pick a name. Any name, John. Here we go. You ready for this? Chase Gardner. Chase Gardner. Yeah. My God. Chase, you know what what you're getting for Christmas this year, Chase? Mm. You are going to get a (laughs) fence. A nice fence to protect yourself Mm. around invaders. Yeah, big and tall, and to protect yourself that is also electrified to protect yourself against bugs and razor wire. And razor wire things should like you know uh, fall out from the sky or whatever. Try and climb over because think about it like this: with a name like Chase Gardener, you wouldn't have to run after anyone if they're just caught on the wire now. Yeah, yeah, and you get to protect your garden. That's right you can have an electrified fence around your garden and be completely self-sufficient and never share with anybody the best of both worlds Chase people keep coming in trying to steal your crop so this year when Santa comes down your chimney with a giant fence (laughs) and hours of delaying (laughs) delivering presents because he's there for an obnoxious amount of time and you're wondering like I just want to get back to my family Santa's been outside it was exciting at first but now he's overstaying his welcome because he's been out there building this fence, and now he's running to the store to get some supplies he forgot about, but it's hard to find a store open on Christmas. He's really not capable without he the elves. wasn't as prepared for this <laughs> fence. No. As you might have, you might have hoped. What you don't know about the Santa Claus story is that he assembles all gifts on site, and so, yeah, you really, really put a wrench in Christmas. He kind of takes credit for a lot of things he doesn't quite do. You, you sure know. Sure sure. So Merry Christmas Chase <laughs> Gardner. <laughs> Love you buddy. Stay stay safe out there.